And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome again to the Rotherham United podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Um, today's going to be a mixed bag because there's no some edition of the EFL that we'll touch on. Um, but we've got Mick and Ben joining us again today. Hello. Yeah, hello. Um, so we'll move on to talk about the non-football stuff in a five minutes or so. Ben's kind of another little quiz to start us off with, so which everybody can get involved with. Yes. Take it away, Ben. All right. Um... <clears throat> How many outfield players have played in the Premier League over 40? Points if you can name them. Like, point each. A point each, there's two. I don't know. No, a point each, <laughs> each name. Oh, sorry. Okay. I get you. I get you. Um, I have no idea where I can think of, like, a couple. Uh, good question, though, man. Yeah. It is all. It's a thinker. I can't think of any. I've got one. I've got two gone. Yeah. I've got two, I think. Have you got yours, Mick, or do you need some more time? I've got two. We'll coin it that. Well, well my, my, my guess is three, but I've named two. Wait, don't matter. If you've got two of them right, then you get two points. Okay. Well, how many is there? Four. Oh. Ah. Teddy Sheringham. Yeah, got that one. Ryan Giggs. Oh. Kevin Phillips. Oh. And Gordon Strachan. Strachan. Strachan, whatever his name is. I got Strachan, yeah. I got Sheringham and Strachan. Oh, so two points each. I only get one. Oh, God. I think I got two. No, I, I, I only got one. I got two names, but one of them weren't right. Where else did you put? I'm not telling you. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I put Steve Grizovich. Uh, 
enough. Well, I don't know. I don't know whether Coventry were ever in Premier League. I, I, I assume it must have been just First Division. Possibly. Yeah. Okay then. Which goalkeeper is the only one to appear in the top three of the Ballon d'Or more than once? <laughs> I can't even remember his name. That's going to be a problem. Give you a hint. It's not the old guy. Not the guy that's won it. He's never won it, this guy. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I've got, I think I've got one, yeah. I've gone the same as I went last time. Dino's off. Matt, what have you put? Um, Buffon. Oliver Kahn. Oh. All right, then there you go. So snow points again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which manager has won the most promotions to the Premier League? No, oh, it's got to be, hasn't it? Yeah, it's got to be, hasn't it? You've got to be who? Go on. Got to be Warnock. Steve Bruce. No. Oh, God, and Bennett. How many has he got, do you know? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't. Count. Ready? Surprise. Surprise, he's got that many. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Uh, should I do two more? Three more? You might as well do two more to make it to five. Right. Um, which three teams were relegated from the Premier League in the 2017-2018 season? <laughs> <laughs> make it a bit more difficult. Uh, okay, hang on then. Is it point for each? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, have you got them? I've got to put three clubs down. I have no idea whether I've got them right or not. Uh, right. Okay. That didn't help me. Uh, hang on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've, got, I've got. I've got two. Go on. Um, West Brom. Yeah. yeah. Stoke. Yeah. Swansea. Oh. Did you get two out of that, Matt? Stoke and West Brom. Yeah. Oh, flipping heck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, because it was a season before we got we got we were in championship, weren't it? But I think all came down. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Which national teams like hold the longest unbeaten run? Like how many games it's tied between two teams? Oh. And I'll give you an extra point if you can guess how many. How many games it is. Okay. Can I do one more after this or leave it? Let's see what scores are. Uh, I've got one of them. I think I've well, I assume we must be this must be right, but you got going then, who have you put? I mean Spain and Brazil. Matt, uh, Nick, it's a problem for Brazil because I don't know him. How many? Uh, it is Spain and Brazil. Oh. How, how many did you? How many games did you guess, Matt? Twenty-one. Did you have a guess, Nick? I did twenty-three. Thirty-five. Wow. So, so well, Matt's comfortably ahead with two. Yeah. Points. I got six points. How many you got, Nick? Three. <laughs> you got four. Did I, I got get six. Four? You got four. Me? No, Mick. Oh right. I counted four. Right, four it is then. Still lost. Yeah, he did get four, yeah. That's a four. Another another defeat for me. You are? Another defeat. (laughs) It happens, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of people taking defeats, 
Uh, we'll move on to the EFL and, well, what's eventually going to happen probably at some time this year. Uh, so the latest, but we we recorded last week a bit earlier. We did, a, I think, we did Saturday for the Critics Game Shrewsbury episode with the thought that at some point in the following seven days, there would be some sort of decision from the EFL. And I suppose there was. They decided to delay it by another week. I suppose in itself, that's sort of a decision. Well, kind of, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> kind of. It's a decision of indecision. Yeah. They're, uh, yeah. They're just sitting on fence, aren't they? And yeah. I'm sure they've got the reasons for it, and 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 I'm sure they're probably quite justified under the circumstances. If I'm if I'm honest with you. Mm. Um, just trying to play this out as long as they possibly can, so that the season can't possibly be finished. Yeah. Um, I assume. And we're almost at that point now, aren't we? Yeah, but for me, there can only be one of two things. Either they want in, they're giving as much time as possible so when the inevitable legal action comes from certain clubs, EFL can say, well, we gave you so much time to make a decision to do this, to do that. We gave you, gave you one week to decide, another week to come up with these things. So when, they, when it comes to it, they can say, right, well, we'll do everything we could. Yeah. Or, or the EFL don't, really don't want League One to finish. And they just leave it as long as possible, so there is no time to get the games in. The, the reality of the situation is that, finance, from a financial point, viewpoint, there's a, a lot of clubs within our division, within League One, that cannot afford to finish the season mm. under the circumstances as they are now. Uh, it seems to me, when you actually boil this down, there's only two clubs that are shouting their mouths off. It's the two clubs who think that they, they are the richer ones, if you like. Was well, it the Peterborough and... Sunderland. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Sunderland will just throw money at everything, won't they? Because that's the type of club that they are. And yeah. that's why they're in the financial situation that they're in. Um, Peterborough, well, we know. We've, we've, I don't know if there's any point going over, continuing to go over um, Peterborough's attitude towards this. They don't give a... Sh- they don't give a monkeys about, about anything. No, I agree. Themselves. Um, so, I don't know. I don't know what else to say, really. I, I, as far as I can see, there is only going to be one resolution to this, and that is what's been suggested, and that is finishing the season as it stands um, and allocating the remaining games on a points-per-game basis. Mm. Um, you know... That's the only option that they've got. Yeah. They're not going right. to avoid the season. They can't null and void the season because the Premier League aren't null and voiding theirs. Mm. Therefore, there's got to be relegations. Championship aren't doing theirs. Therefore, there's got to be promotions and relegations. So we can't. Centre, hang on. We're not promoting or relegating anybody. Yeah. Not going to happen, is it? No, definitely not. Yeah. And it shouldn't. We've said before, so far in season, you just. To null and void, it would just be you just send that right, last six months. Who cares? Yeah, if you're going to finish it, finish it. If you're going to points per game, it points per game. It, um, something also we should mention is nobody in League One has come back to training yet. No, Championship have, and the four teams who are going into the League Two playoffs have returned to full tra- effectively full training, right? But no one in League One has, not even, not even the teams who are supposed to go into the playoffs if there is a playoff in League One. Yeah. So that's even more to the EFL. And that's from an instruction from the EFL. 
Yeah. That's not the club saying, oh, we're not training. That's the EFL saying, we don't want you going back to training because you don't know what you're doing yet. Yeah, so you decided. They're basically throwing the ball back back into the court of, the, of all the clubs, aren't they? Yeah. Um, and and I, I think this this tactic of, of delaying the, the vote mm. is probably just to put even more pressure on the likes of um, old Dara and his whatever his counterpart at Sunderland is called. Um, you know, to 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 to, to, to finish the season mm. uh, because you know we're now on the eighth of June before there's a vote, which is obviously another another week. Um, that leaves us six weeks, seven weeks, perhaps to the end of July when it's got to be finished. Mm. What do we do then? What do we what? Do? I don't know. Ben, what do you think? Um, well, I think. If they, if they keep delaying it, then it's impossible to carry on the season. I think I think carrying on the season's definitely off the cards, so I don't see why they don't end it now. Yeah. It's, it's impossible. The, the club will go bust and they've left it miles too late. So I don't see why they keep... Everyone knows what outcome's going to be, so I don't know why they keep delaying it. No, yeah, yeah. Like I say, I'm I'm hoping it's just from our point of view, we're hoping it's just a delay for so they can't vote for anything else. Yeah. Interestingly, you see other clubs like Lincoln last end of last week they've announced their released and retain list. Yeah. I think Lincoln was supposedly one of the teams that were on the fence about voting to continue or not. Well, if yeah. they're voting to get rid of their if they get rid of their players, they're not playing on, are they? No. And it was quite a lengthy list. I think it was about ten or eleven players they're releasing. It was quite a lengthy list of people. Um, but yeah, I, I can't see any way the other way around it. Um, we we made, we've we've talked uh, the other day before we were not doing this about whether we're going to start. We'll mention Peterborough and stuff like that. Whether we should or shouldn't, I think we shouldn't mention them in terms of the antics and stuff. Um, yeah, it's, it's been talked about. It's yeah. been talked to death, hasn't it? Uh, and he appears to have been very quiet on social media over the last week or so. Um, although that might be because I blocked him, so I probably can't <laughs> yeah, he did, uh. <laughs> get him first. Um, but I've not seen any of his, uh, well, I've not seen anybody retweeting anything from him or anything like that. So I can only assume that he's gone quiet because um, somebody's told him to shut up. Well, oh. possibly. I think it's been an odd bit. There's been a few, there's been a particular journalist from Peterborough, which is, lacks a bit of class uh, <laughs> in terms of his stuff. But again, I'll. Uh, if anybody wants, I'm sure people listening have probably seen some of his stuff. On a more positive note, if you're, if you're interested in the articles, uh, Paul Davis obviously does fantastic articles about yeah. everything's well-reasoned, well-good. I mean, well-good, you know what I mean? Um, but also something I will mention is there's a guy from the Doncaster Free Press, I don't know if you two have seen this, Liam yeah, Oda's put an article yeah. up tonight, so Sunday evening, and it's fantastic. It's just... Reasonable, sensible. Obviously, he's backing Donny. He's reporting Donny, so you know, there's no agenda against. Uh, sorry, yeah, it would potentially could have had, could have had an agenda against us and other clubs. Bear in mind, Donny are very close to the playoffs, not far off, are they? No, they're not far off. About five points off, I think, aren't they? Yeah, um, but he, him, him and obviously Paul Davis have done some really, really a couple of good articles, which are well worth reading and. Just like I said, putting a well-reasoned argument as to why the season shouldn't really continue because there's more important things than promotion. Um, well, definitely, unfortunately. Well, 
it's life in it. That's football. Uh, it, as you said, it is what it is. That sometimes in football, it's not fair. And a lot of time in football, football is not fair. No, absolutely. Absolutely. It's it, it, well, it isn't, is it? You know, we, we, we all know that football isn't fair, but, but the, these are exceptional times. Mm. Um, and and the, the absolute, for me, putting aside all the problems with, you know, the, the, the sort of overall general lifestyle problems that it's caused everybody, looking at it purely from a footballing point of view, how can anybody look themselves in the mirror and, and, and be comfortable? With the fact that they have um, conspired to put other clubs out of business mm. just for their own self-interests, mm. you know what I mean? It just beggars belief. It does honestly, and it shows that these people aren't football people. They don't give a monkey's about anybody else. Yeah, uh, we all love our clubs. We all love, love everybody who listens to this. Love Robin United. That's these are our clubs. But you can't tell me any true football supporter doesn't feel. For, for the supporters of Bury, for example. As we proved, as our club proved, or our supporters proved on that trip across there. You know what I mean? People people care about other clubs. Um some do. Some do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that and that's what's coming through loud and clear for me out of this. Mm. Uh, you know what? If we don't get promoted, we don't get promoted. Yeah. And if it means if we don't get promoted in order to save another club going out of business then I'll stick my head up and say, yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. I'll take that because I would hope that another club would do that for us if we were in the same boat. Mm. Because yeah. clubs of our size have got to look after each other. We have to. Mm. I know it's a bit, a bit cliche, in it? But it just, you know, it just it boils my blood. It really does. That. Mm. So... To be fair, a lot of things, like if you look on Twitter and Facebook, if you take away the actual people from the club, you've mentioned people in Sunderland, or good Sunderland's fans, a lot of Sunderland's fans I've seen have basically said just to stop the season. Yeah. But a lot of them accepting that either that, well, I think they've had such a bad season, they've probably just went over and done with. Yeah, That's yeah. probably part of it. Yeah. Um, but a lot of other clubs have just sort of said, well, it's just time to get it over and done with, make a decision. Yeah. Um, we're already, you know, the... I thought authorities, EFL and MPs or whatever are already saying that there's potential, even if we don't play on, which is financially the best option, the store clubs might go bust. Yeah. So play on's yeah. gonna get five times worse. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. There, there is no doubt that some clubs are gonna go under or are gonna be in some serious financial difficulties. Yeah. And clubs above us in the in the in the pyramid and in the championship and Premier League will probably be in some financial difficulties, but from their point of view, in the in the vast majority of cases, that's their own fault. Oh yeah. Uh, for, for for the mismanagement, uh, whereas because because they're all getting massive massive gates in 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 uh, you know in relation to what we're getting and clubs clubs below us are getting. Mm. Um, so they've got the income and they're just not spending it wisely. Uh, whereas the likes of you know the, the the clubs like ourselves, like Accrington, smaller clubs, the smaller support fan bases. I've not, not got that income. No. Um, you know, and, and obviously there's a lot, we're getting a lot less to gate than we are. Yeah, they are definitely. Um, so I want to touch on something else. Mick, you'll be able to explain this better than I will, but the somebody, the price of football guy tweeted something about shares, £2 million worth of the shares coming out of the club. Um, without much explanation, I was a bit, I was good that it sort of pointed out, but then he just sort of left it hanging. 
I know somebody who's not very inclined on businesses, and I'm sure Ben's the same. Mm. Uh, you have a brief explanation of the day to me, Mick, but if you want to give us a brief explanation of what you think that probably means for the club in your, you know. Right, well, my first, my first, the first thing I would say is I don't really know. No. Okay. Um, better than us, though. <laughs> my, my explanation might well be complete and utter tosh, but I don't, I don't know. My, my my thinking is that over the over a period of time, obviously Tony Stewart has lo- put put loans into the club. He will have put money into the club as a loan. So as as a director, mm. he'll have loaned for for the sake of round figures. If he's loaned the club a million pounds, when it comes to doing the club's accounts, that will be a debt on the club's account of a million pounds owed to Tony Stewart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So therefore, that may, makes the club worth one million pound less than whatever it's worth because it's got a outstanding debt of a million pounds yeah if the club issues a million pounds worth of shares and those shares go to tony stewart tony stewart has then got a million pounds worth of shares united and no debt and the club has no debt to tony stewart because they paid him in shares yeah does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. So, so I'm assuming what I the way I read it is that he's put a two million pound loan into the club to to keep the club going over a period of time. He doesn't. He's not. Well, he's not wanting to take to physically take that money back now. Mm. But what he does, what what the club don't want is for the club to look like the two million pounds in debt to Tony Stewart. So they've issued two million pounds worth of shares. He's now got two million pounds worth of shares in Rotherham United, which is payment for his loan for the mm. cash that he's put in. And yeah. then at a later date, when Rotherham United are third in Premier League, or whatever, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Or you know, or, or raking the money in, he can mm. then cash his shares in by selling to somebody, and they'll be worth more then than they are now. Mm. So it's yeah. a business. It's a business thing for Tony Stewart, is all it is. Basically. I think it's a bit of everything. Yeah, I think it probably is for, from his point of view. It, it, I think it, it just gets that debt off the club's books. This is how I see it, and I'm not forced to be right with this. So don't take it as red. Uh, it gets that debt off the club's books. Um, so we're trading trading solvently, despite the fact that we're not getting any money in through the door. Mm. Um, so it's a bit of a paper exercise, I guess. But what it suggests to me. Is that Tony Stewart? Well, it could suggest one of two things. One is that he's not going anywhere anytime soon. There's no plans at all uh, to go anywhere anywhere soon. And also, he, as a businessman, he must feel that those shares are going to increase in value because it's an investment, isn't it? Yeah. Positive signs. It seems that's how I'm reading it, but then I'm looking on bright side, Anna. <laughs> yeah, I can't see a negative. I can't see a downside to it. Uh, no, what I would say from is that it's Tony Stewart in charge, and if you look at what he's done over the past for us, everything's been sensible and making sure the club's not in danger. Yeah. So it's not he's not going to suddenly just put us two million pounds worth worse off. No, that wouldn't that wouldn't make any sense. Um, yeah, I think so again. it's quite the opposite as how I read it. Yeah. Um, and maybe he thinks, you know, we're going to get promoted. 
um, will stay up. The club will be worth more money. Mm. You don't know what's going to happen to championship clubs, okay? So let's say we, we go back to those a few podcasts ago and we talked about clubs like Reading, mm. you know, 220% of their income paid on wages. Yeah. 50% of the championship were paying more on wages than the income they were getting in. Because mm. of what's happening here, are any of those clubs uh, as, uh, 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 an attractive proposition for an investor? Well, no. Bearing no income either for three or four months and unlikely to get any income for another three or four months. They're not mm. going, anybody that's looking perhaps to invest are going to be looking for a club or a well-run or a solvent who, who have the have the potential to, to, to go a bit further. And look no further than our club at the moment. Look at how it's run. Look at the setup. Look at the way the management team are. Mm. Everything about it screams, whoa, this is worth a look. Yeah, I would say so. We look at clubs that are trying to find investment at minute in our league. Sunderland, obviously, what a big one. Why at minute? Why would you invest in Sunderland? Other than the fact they've got a big stadium and a reasonable size um, fan base, they're in. They're in. I think they're in reasonable debt. They might not be in massive debt anymore, but they're in reasonable debt, and they've got nothing really going towards them. Not they're not a set and steadied ownership for several years. Uh, and same with players. It, yeah, you said that about Sunderland and and. And, and, and this is purely anecdotal. It's purely just me having a look and seeing, you know, saying what I see, really. And it might be complete nonsense again. So you say Sunderland are a big club. They've got a big stadium. Mm. And when they're in Premier League, they've got a lot of supporters. Yeah. When they are, what I would perhaps say is when they're winning in Premier League. <laughs> because when they were down bottom of Premier League, they dropped them like a stone. That stadium went half empty when they were playing to an half empty stadium and they're still in Premier League. Yeah, they were. Uh, as soon as they went down into Championship, on a good game, when they were doing well, it went half, half a stadium. Mm. So I'm not convinced. Like I said, I'm only going on what I've seen on telly. So that might, somebody from Sunderland might be able to shoot me right down. And, and if they can, justifiably so, you know what I mean? But mm. um, yeah, don't know. I don't know. Um, and there's so much jiggery pokery financial financially going off in, in, in championship. It's utter utter madness. Um, yeah, and well, I suppose again that's something worth mentioning. Might as well briefly mention it now. If this decision does go our way, which it probably will, but it's, well, obviously there's still time for it to change. There may not be a better time for a club like us to get promoted. Mm. Because if you look at next season, there's talk of Wednesday getting a reasonable points deduction. Is it any, anywhere, 20, anywhere between 10 and 20 points has been talked about. There's a potential for Derby to get a points deduction, or they might get away with it. There's a potential that Birmingham will get a points deduction, and that looks pretty certain. I don't know how much that's going to be, but that, that looks pretty set that they're going to get a points deduction for still not complying with the same thing they got it for last time. Wow. You've got Reading, who are... The players have had to take a thirty percent wage cut, or something like that. They've had to agree. That I think they're probably one of the only championship clubs to set their own wage cut. Uh, which, as you just mentioned a few minutes ago, the fact that they spend so much on their wages compared to their income, yeah, and now they're not getting any income is a massive part of it. And the, uh, that's just what four clubs. We could be looking at a mid-table, comfortable mid-table finish. Yeah, well, you've looking at Hull, 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 Look at Villa coming down. Oh, yeah. 
And the financial issues that's going to cause them. Well, there's talk that Villa might get a point deduction because Villa did the same thing that Derby and Wednesday have done. Right. So if Villa come down, they might get it with a point deduction as well. Is there any prize money for finishing places in Championship? Like, if we finish 15th, we get uh, more money than if we finish 20th? Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know the difference, but yeah, every point, every place you finish higher, it's yeah. more points, uh, more prize money. Yeah. Um, Hull's another one there, owner's not putting any money in, and they've been struggling for a few years now. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they've sold their, that Jared Bowen and a few other people in January since then. They've dropped like a stone. They're another club. Um, that are going to struggle. You, you, you could probably look at seven or eight teams that you're going to look at championship next season. They're going to start on potential points deductions, or if they're not going to start on points, they're going to have no money. Yeah. Because they're trying to uh, just, uh, comply with financial fair play, but they can't sell anybody. <laughs> because because it's, it, I saw something saying they want to extend the transfer window next year to basically, for example, let's say till January, so there is no transfer window closure so they can try and offload players to catch up with financial fair play but the problem in my head is if everybody's struggling for money who are they going to offload these players to yeah. nobody's got any money yeah so where does that come from you've got Borough who are, going to, who are not spending as much money Wigan I think they've had recent investments they might be better position next year Charlton if they somehow stay up they're in trouble because they've not been paying wages for a few months most we've mentioned Birmingham, they they might get a Wednesday, they'll get a point deduction. Reading are going to struggle, and these these are all currently mid-table teams, yeah. Other than Charlton, um, so it's going to be it's going to be, it's going to be really even if we don't go up for one reason or another, the championship's going to be a really really interesting place to be next year. Yes, yeah. it is. It is, uh, and, and I think we're going to be in it. I'm pretty sure we are. Yeah. Um, and and, and what, what, what I would add to that is Coventry. Mm-hmm. What what is their financial situation? They've no ground. Nope. Um, you know they're not going to feasibly share it ground sharing with Birmingham. It's going to be difficult for them, I would have thought. Probably. Don't um, I don't know. It might not be. They could, of course, Birmingham could always sell them ground, couldn't they? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. It is going to be. It's going to be interesting. And and, and I think one of the positives, hopefully one of the positives that will will come out of this situation is that um, it'll it'll weed out some of these people, some of these clubs that have been take it make for so long. I really hope it does. Um, you know, your Reddings, your uh, your Derby's, your Fowl Fowlerton, all that lot. You know. They need weeding out, and they need they need punishing for the way that they've mm. behaved. Yeah, whether that's going to happen or not is another matter, isn't it? But who knows? And I suppose that ultimately, what does it matter to us? As long as we get promoted, as long as we get in that league and get in the mix mm. uh, and carry on as a club doing what we're doing, uh, we'll be all right. Yeah, well, well that, that's uh, one of the things. Of, uh, this being a well-run club. Is, was always going to at some point pay out if you know what yeah. I mean. It, it was almost a gamble to pit to run your club. Like this is almost a gamble in itself. It is, yeah. Um, and that gamble potentially may well pay out. Yeah. Hopefully, because we've we've no need to sell. Uh, if we if we go, if we go up or not next year, there's no reason for us to particularly sell anybody. No, no, absolutely not. 
whereas other clubs are going to have to sell people to make sure they can comply with not just not just comply with financial fair play, but just to be a solvent company. Yeah. To actually be able to survive as as a club, they're going to need to sell people. Yeah. Uh, and we might we might well cash in on some bargains, but you know there'll be players that we need. I mean, we'll just have a couple of minutes talking about next season what we need. We need wingers. Yeah. We need probably three wingers for next year. Um, so we're in market for players, and it might be a good time to get people on our budget. I imagine, yeah. I imagine our budget will either stay the same as what it is now, or well, it's not going to go, if we get promoted, it's not going to go down, is it? No, it's not going to go down. No, it's a wage structure that's that's likely to be a stumbling block for us. But yeah, you know, I think that again, there's going to be a reality check there from a, a, for a lot of players. That mm. you know, what do you want? Do you want a club that's going to go out of business, or do you want do you want a guaranteed income? Um, and you're going to have to be real, real, realistic about it, but mm. yeah, we'll have to and, see. It. And we've got this. We've now got a. If we are a championship club, we're going to be a championship with a reputation of selling, of moving people's careers on. Yes. But, uh, look at Ajay. Ajay is going to get promoted from to, from to Premier League probably yes. next next month or so. And that's Road back a, as well. Roadback signing, but he was on loan. Absolutely, and he, he we well. This might sound arrogant as a club, but we transformed him as a player. Yes. He was were, were twice the player he were when he, when he, yes, he was compared to when he first started. Um, coaching staff, Polly, obviously, with goalkeeping coach during that time, but the, the work they did with him were unbelievable. Yeah. And whether it was a confidence thing, I don't know, but that, that's the type of thing they can we can point to. And one day, Augusta signed these players. You can say, right, I'm not going to guarantee, as, as he does, I'm not going to guarantee a game time, but if you work hard yeah. and do well for us, Here's what can happen. Whether it's you know whether we be successful ourselves or we sell them on for a profit and they go on to bigger and better things. Well, Rodak came to us as a kid, didn't he? And he left as a man, big time. You know what I mean? Um, and and now he's proven his worth. So well, we'll see, won't we? We'll see. Yeah. So, so we've got another week at least to wait until um, until we can uh, either celebrate or get annoyed. <laughs> Um, yeah, eighth of June, and there's that one. So we'll come again. We'll do another one next a week on Monday. To um, well, there's talk that there'll be two votes: one on Monday, one on the day after, because there's two things that he's voting on. Um, so we'll see whenever, whenever, whenever it is, we'll come back and do it. We'll wait until then because there's not much else to talk about other than that decision. When, then, when that decision's made, we can then start. Having the season review and things like that can't we yeah. whereas, whereas at the minute we're just sort of well <laughs> filling time <laughs> yeah, we're time aren't we uh, so so yeah so I noticed you got a lot of reaction to the um, the, the greatest 11 team that you put up there a lot of positive reaction um, on that one I noticed also Ronnie still is still feeling it a little bit the fact that he's not in there as a striker um, he is it is unfortunate. We put a message out. We tweeted. We tweeted out on uh, Friday night, whenever Friday or Saturday night, asking if he'd want to come on and do do an episode with us. Uh, he hasn't responded yet. So He's that's, scared. You know. That's why. <laughs> come on, Ronnie. Frightened of us. Because we didn't vote for you. Yeah. Well, people would have voted for him if you would have put him in. Well, I know. You know. I'm happy with those two strikers. It's, yeah, it's a really, really good team. Um, yeah. I, th- I thought now the kit was done and the, the last thing we put out were before Ronnie were actually put out as manager, I thought we put some out so it's got some yeah. there. And 
I think most people agree with it for the most part. You can argue a, a position here and there. Gosh, yeah. Um, well, if I finish on one last thing, I suppose, is somebody who, in, who is in that team, Frecklington, has been released by Lincoln, yeah. which is off. It's a shame. Um, it's his own time club. He left us to go there. Yeah. Hopefully, that's not the end of his career because we all love Frex. He is. Bring back. I love him back at our club. Not necessarily as a player now. I think. Yeah. He's, he's, uh, he's, he's probably past his best as a player, but, you know, as a coach, perhaps if that's what he's planning on doing when he, when he does retire as a player, I'd love to have him back. Yeah. Absolutely, 100%. No, absolutely. Is that is that is a, it was it was like Paul Warren, but a bit bit a bit more skillful. Just the way he played just summed up the club, yeah. and when what ends why it was so loved and as part as well that goal against Aldershot helped. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it did. But it did. But yeah, I want him back. I have him back tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, hopefully he gets a new club. Hopefully even it's just leaving his league too. Yeah. If you're if you're a club in league two looking for a solid player, I mean, might, it might not play every week because of fitness, but you'd God, you'd have him in your team, wouldn't you? Oh, every time, every day at week. Um, but yeah, hopefully we get it. He comes back to us one day. Yeah, just wish him good luck, really, for uh, for whatever whatever the future holds for him. Yeah, no, absolutely, definitely. Uh, I think we'll end it there. Unless you got anybody else, Ben or Mick, what else you want to mention? Uh, no. That's cool. It. Cool. Yeah, we'll leave it there. So we'll come back whenever the decision... Well, assuming the decision's made early next week, that's when we'll come back and do the next episode. Um, if we're sat on Monday night next week and there's still no decision and there's not looking like any more decisions, then we'll probably come back and do another filler episode like this one. Yeah. Um, and then we'll do... After the season's finished, if it's finished, we'll do a season review episode and we'll think as do a little like an awards episode. So you know, like goal of the season, player of the season, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, um, we'll think of some different ones, fun ones, and uh, decide between ourselves where they go for a bit of fun. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Cool. So thank you everybody for listening. Really appreciate it. Um, let us know what you think. We've got some good reviews on iTunes and things like that. And that Shrewsbury Greatest Games episode, people seem to really enjoy it as well. So go back and listen to those Greatest Eleven ones as well if you haven't already. In the great, they've got five or six Greatest Games, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. Um, so if you haven't listened to them already, go back and listen to them. And that Brian Chappell episode as well. Yeah. Um, that's 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 probably one of his most listened to episodes so far. So if anybody's new listening and hasn't hasn't already, go back and listen to that because that, that's a fantastic listen as well. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's not a fantastic listen because we're in it. No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, cool. So thank you, everyone. Thank you, Ben, for doing the quiz again, mate. Thank you. Thank you very much, Michael, for joining us, as always, and your financial insights was very appreciative. Appreciate it. I'm becoming an accountant now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Or> calculator. <laughs> Real. Fingers. <laughs> and toes. And toes. Real. All right, cheers for listening, guys. See you next time. Cheers. Yes!
Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.